Hey guys, you're on The Verge with Verge. My name is Virgil Sanford, and you are on The Verge with Verge. I'm in the company of two amazing fellows. I mean, I just met both of these brothers, changed my life. I fell in love with this young man. He's a master barber. He has anointed hands. Uh, when I walked in the shop, I don't know what happened to the guy that came in because when I looked in the mirror, I couldn't recognize myself. It looked like I lost weight. I looked younger. I felt stronger, better, wiser. Just a rich brother in his presence. I just feel the presence of the Lord. And I'm so grateful to have met this man. I'm down in Texas. I'm down in Houston, Texas, uh, taking a sabbatical, uh, getting some time for myself. I needed some me time. And so I want to introduce this brother. Hey, Brother Shy, say hi to the listening audience. Hi, everybody. It's a blessing and an honor, bro. Tell us a little something about yourself, Doc. I'm born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. From the projects. I'm from the gutter. And all I can just keep it 100 with y'all right now. Thank you. I love the Lord. That's it. I love the Lord. And without him, I couldn't be where I'm at today. He changed my life. It was honored. It's Really, my honor to meet the brother Virgil. Wow. But he says it's his honor, but it's my honor. I miss home so much he brought home to me. God brought him in my life. Wow. He brought home to me. So I got a new brother. Man, I feel you. We a couple days apart on Stop. birthday. Stop. We just found that out. Yes. Bam! A couple days apart on the birthday. Yeah. I hate to see him go for real, for real. But, you know, everything is for a season. And I'm just thankful that God brought him this far this way anyway. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> this for life. You better know it. This for life. You better know it. Yeah, man. And so... Uh, we're just sitting here kicking it, and now uh, this is his nephew that came in to get a haircut. Uh, awesome young brother. I'm loving his swag. I'm feeling his vibe. He got a lot of energy, very impressive, very confidential. And, I mean, very a man with confidence, let me put it like that. I'm looking at him. I'm feeling his vibe, man. This is a wonderful experience. This is Brother D. Brother D, introduce yourself. How you doing today? How y'all doing? My name Demarcus. I just walked into the barbershop to get a haircut. <laughs> I walked in with two amazing men. They conversation changed my whole spirit, my whole outlook on life. Like, what you mean change it? How? I mean, what? What? How did you? It just made me want to be more wiser. Make me want to be, you know what I'm saying? More of a man. Make me want, you know what I'm saying? Step up and be a man, like. I be feeling like I'm li I ain't living right. Why you say that? What makes you feel that you're not already a man? How old are you? I'm 30. So, I am. I you know I am a man, but okay. you know I I I learned from older men. Yes, sir. My daddy, he dead. He's oh, not here. I'm sorry. You know, so I I pick up what I can pick up from older men. Yes, sir. Every time, that's why I conversate with yes, older sir. people. You know what I'm saying? Well, brother D, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm very impressed by your swag, Doc. You got a Boy, you off the chain. In my opinion, you are a man. You're your mm -hmm. own man. Most definitely you understand, is. understand that God created you for a reason. My, my first question to you, D, would be, just think about this, both of you guys. 
what are the two most essential days of your life? If you had to put two days aside that was more outstanding than any day in your life, what was the what would those two days be? What would you say? There's no right or wrong answer. I mean, it's your opinion, right? I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, I don't know how to answer the question. I don't know. I want to say Friday, Fridays and Sundays be my best two days. Why you say that? Why, why Friday and, and Sunday? If you don't mind me asking. Fridays, that be the when the weekend comes. That's when the turn up starts. Ah! And Sunday just be the relaxed day. That's a family day to me. That's always been like a family day. Like and when my father was around, that was like church. We wow. go to church and we go, you know what I'm saying? The family get together. We go eat at Golden Corral. Like yeah. He, my, my father was like a real family man. He was a real family I man. That. I love that. Family is important, isn't it? Right. Wow. So he, he said Friday and Sunday and gave some very good answers, reasons why. You know, that's a, that's a big deal for you. What would you say, Shad, would be? I, I, thought, I thought it was, we was going off of Go on the best go days on. of life. Yes, sir. Of your what would you will say? be of life. Okay. And I would have to say the day of birth and the day of death. Them is the two most essential days. Can you explain that to me? I mean, why did you how did you come up with that? I don't know how I came up with it, but this is why I came up with it. Uh -huh. my, my my way of thinking now is okay. <clears throat> God gave me a chance in life to live on earth, okay? But then, he gave me a day of death to live again as a rebirth. So, okay, you try this way. Then once you make it to where you need to be and you get to this point, uh -huh. you're gonna get another chance at life to live again. Just this time, you're gonna live forever. Wow, man, that's, I kind of thought that's what you was talking, that's why I didn't want to say, that's why I let nephew go first. Sure. Because my thought was on another aspect. Lately, lately, I've been feeling like every day I wake up is a blessing. Any day that, that God put, you know, because I told you my sister died at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, lately I've been feeling like every day that God give me breath to wake up. Is is a blessing. It's another day that I get to go provide for my family. Wow, you know, I did. Like, I, I agree with what you said. I know that every day, um, when you open your eyes, that's the hard part. If you can get your eyes open, you can do the rest. Right. So every day is a blessing. My question was, what are the two most outstanding days mm -hmm. of your entire life? Yeah, see, that, and that's why. That's the question. What are the two most outstanding, essential days, the two most important days of your life? The day of you birth. say Friday and Sunday. Right. You say the day of birth the day and of the day birth you expire. And the day I expire. I, I appreciate those perspectives because there are no wrong answers. What's important to you is important to you, uniquely, right? right? Personally, right. It's, a, it's personal. Mark Twain said this, and it changed my life. And I, I talk about this from time to time when I'm in front, of, in front of an audience or dealing with a young man or depending on the situation, God opened the door, I'll go in. He said the two most essential days in life, number one, is the day you were born. Mm -hmm. And number two is the day you find out why. Mm -hmm. 
because the day you find out why you were born, your purpose emerged. Right. Because a lot of people go to their graves not even knowing why they live. Right. The cemetery is the most expensive real estate there is because everybody take everything with them. Right. When I leave here, I want to leave empty, not full. I want to pour out everything in me and leave it here for a legacy, for a heritage, for an inheritance. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Steve Harvey said, I'm working on my great-grandchildren's money now. I got way more than enough for myself, my children. Now, I want my great-grandchildren to know my name. Right. That's what a good man does. You're a family man. This man loves his wife. Brother Shy loves uh, his dude, wife, love man. And me, man. like Christ loved the church, you understand? We had that conversation. I was feeling him, man. I'm talking about I haven't had those kind of conversations with many men because I don't know many men that actually show their love for their wife in an open display. And he just felt for some reason that he could be confidential with me and share some personal things that's going on. That's why I have the right to say what I'm saying mm -hmm. because that's what I see. That's what I hear. That's what I feel coming from this man. And I mean, you can look at me. He got a, a body on his arm. You know, so I mean, <laughs> so that speaks for itself. Right. Real. So I just felt led to just kind of have a, a few moments to share with you guys on this podcast. Because when you start talking, it occurred to me that somebody else needed to hear what you were saying. Because what you were saying was so vital. As a, as a 30 year old young brother with a brilliant, <laughs> bright future ahead of you, you're going places. God got things waiting sure on you. You're growing into yourself, Doc. So don't worry about, I'm not a man yet, and I don't do the right thing all the time. Nobody does. Nobody does the right thing all the time because we're all fallen creatures. We're sinfully, woefully sinful. That's why Jesus Christ had to come in the flesh to pay the penalty for death. The wages of sin is death. So we all have sinned and have come short of God's glory. So we're sinners by nature. You can take a bale of hay and put it in front of the lion, he'll starve to death. But if you take that same bale of hay and put it in front of the giraffe, that's a wholesome meal for him. Right. On the same token, you can take a steak and put it in front of that giraffe and he'll starve to death. But if you take that steak and put it in front of a lion, he'll devour that child. So our nature dictates who we are and what we do. We were sinful by nature. Christ came and lived a perfect life. You know the story. It's only for them that believe. What a blessing that we're saved from sin, hell, and death. So when you close your eyes in death, not less than a second, you're going to open your eyes in eternity. Life! That's why I said what I said. That's it. That's it. That's exactly why I but said But by the same token, when you find out why you're here, then your purpose emerge, and then you begin to walk in your calling. Because now you got some kind of indication of why God gifted you the way he did, why you got certain skills and talents. You see, this man is walking in his purpose. He's a master barber. Right. What, what, what called him to that? How did he discover that this would be his gift, and it makes room for him to bring him before great people. Want me to tell you what made me do this? Yes. 
because I like to make people happy. When you look good, you do good. When you feel great, you never lose. Never lose. Guess who says never that? Lose like that, man. When um, you look good, you feel good, you do great. Showtime said the same thing. I ain't never heard Showtime, Showtime say when I look good, I feel good. Yeah. And when you feel great. good, you do great, baby. You do great. So, so this podcast, the platform is, the purpose I created the podcast is because if I could change what you think, I could change how you feel. Mm-hmm. Right. If I can change how you feel, I can change what you do. And if I can change what you do, I can change your destiny. And all that works backwards. Because the choices you make determine the quality of your life. If you make poor choices, it ain't going to be good for you down the road. So I, if I can help you to think right, right thinking, and how to be successful, how to be productive, understand financial literacy, how to send your money to work for you instead of you going to work for your money, investments, growing money. I want to get up when I get through sleeping, not because I got to go punch a clock. When my body said I had enough rest, I want to wake up and not have to worry about how I'm going to pay the mortgage. I want to be able to take a vacation and not worry about how much it costs and stay as long as I want to. And I get back because I got to, but get back because I want to. Financial literacy, financial freedom, cultivating wholesome and healthy relationships with people. People don't know how to do that. All of us have toxic relationships because we don't know how to cultivate wholesome and healthy relationships because first of all, we're toxic ourselves. So my goal is to push a person to the mirror and deal with that guy. If you could deal with that guy in the mirror and master him, you could deal with anything that you experience. Self-mastery is the goal. That's what Jesus did. Jesus had so much self-control that they pulled the hair out of his face and closed his eyes with their fists busting his face. And he didn't say a mumbling word, a mumbling word. That's discipline, doc. Not to be able to have to respond to somebody because they haul off and slap you. You control you. Not the person, place, or thing. Self-mastery. Just because you haul off and slap me don't mean I got to haul off and slap you back. I can choose to give you a hug. Because I control me, not you. We live our life from the outside in. I'm talking about living your life from the inside out. Mm. That's where the power is on the inside. He said, have dominion. Subdue. I've given you authority. Live in it, walk in it. But you don't know that you don't know if you don't know who you are. Look at it, look at it. he look like he high. Man, that's crazy. You said that. Why you say that? Yesterday I just feel like I feel like like I feel like I had spoke to my I spoke to my, my baby mama with my she my girlfriend, my wife. This is who I'ma be with. Wow. And I was telling her, I was like, I feel like sometimes I talk too much. Like, I have no control. Like, sometimes I talk too much to the, the wrong people. And she was like, she feel that way too sometimes. And it was just something in me caught that, like, because I feel like sometimes words can change your future. Like, what you say to can change your future. Like, and I just, it's just something in me just had to call her and say that, like, I feel like I'm, I I just talk too much sometimes when it's unnecessary or, you know, to people that I just have not I, too much trust in. 
You getting ready though. You getting ready for what you're supposed to do. I just felt that. I said that yesterday, exactly you ready to what you're yesterday, to do. last night before I came in here. You know what I like about what you just said? You being honest with yourself and you recognize that you talk too much. The power of life and death is in your mouth. Mm -hmm. You can either kill somebody or you can call somebody to live. You can assassinate their character. You can kill their drive to live. You can depress people with your mouth or you can inspire people with your mouth. And if you're reckless with your mouth, you're a dangerous person. Mm. You can talk too much. You got two ears and one mouth, so I listen twice as much as I talk. That's communication. First you talk, I listen. Then I talk, you listen. So you probably need to take a look at that. If you got a conviction that I talk too much, I need to temper my tongue. You can control your tongue. The Bible says in James, you can't control your tongue. But if you could, you could control it to a degree that it could be productive. It could bring life. I could speak life instead of death. I can right. choose to speak good things instead of negative things, positive things, right. things that are productive, things that's, that's going to promote happiness and peace right. instead of mayhem and madness. You got control of that with your mouth. So that's, that's I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. The fact that you first recognize that's something I need to correct. That's something that I need to fix. Now that you focused on that, you're gonna work on that. And you're just gonna get better and better. Communication is the highest industry in a capitalistic society. We live in a capitalistic society where money is king. The lowest rung of the workforce industry-wise that you could work on is physical. I mean, you could make a few million dollars uh, driving a truck, physical labor. Right. The next, the next uh, rung in the ladder is technical. This is a technician, he's a hair technician. Uh, computers, electronics, you know, tech, technical things. But the, 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 the highest industry in a capitalist society where they can't put a cap on how much money you make, guess what that is? Huh? Communication. They can't put a cap on how much money Oprah Winfrey make. She can make as much money as she wants to. Tyler Perry, Les Brown, and these people. How you doing this morning? Good, how you doing? All right, Doc, good morning. Good morning. So I appreciate this conversation with these young brothers. Some other gentlemen has joined us, and we're not going to belabor this conversation. We might have to pick it up some other time. Uh, my goal is to provide information for inspiration that leads to transformation. And with that being said, you've been on The Verge with Verge. Have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. I'm definitely inspired, too. Thank definitely. you, Brother Verge. I'm definitely inspired. This brother shy. Thank you, Brother Verge. This brother shy, man. Look just like Mike Epps to me. Man, he got that Mike Epps million dollar smile. I love him. He got his swag. Look at the vein in his forehead. Ah. I love you, Doc. Love you, too, bro. God bless you, everybody. Tune in again. Be safe now.